This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The biggest battle that we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will be interviewing individuals who have done that, who have gone through the struggles, who have tried to create a reality and all that they could. And when all the odds were against them, they made the impossible possible. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for being on the podcast and taking this journey with me as we go through and discover different avenues to break through those limits, different avenues to help you expand your reality so that you can evolve into the person that you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode on The Mindful Experiment. This is Dr. Vic here and we are doing special episodes continuing on um, chapters in my book, uh, Rediscover Your Greatness, A Guide to an Inspired and Fulfilled Life. You can get this on Amazon, iBooks, Book Barnes & Noble, it's on Kindle, it's on The Nook, um, audiobook coming out end of July, so look out for that. Um, we're going to get diving in. The, the concept of these podcasts is really just to get a summary. You got to get an inside look into my mind in my process of writing the stories I shared, um, the concepts. I may go di- deeper into them or maybe I'll explain why I didn't go so deep into a story or deep into a concept um, and so forth. But, um, you know, they've been great so far. The feedback has been absolutely amazing. So definitely uh, I'm glad you're on and uh, let's dive in. I don't wait. I don't want to waste any time. Time, uh, when it comes to this. So we're going to be talking today about chapter seven. Chapter seven was called the biggest interference of life. And as Rachel Carson states, as I started with that quote, the more clearly we can focus our attention on the wonders and realities of the universe about us, uh, 
the less taste we shall have for destruction. Uh, another quote I have on the first page, it says, Man Makes Plans and God's Laughs by Michael uh, Chabon. And so the concept of this book, of this chapter, was really to explain what is the biggest interference from you to achieving your dreams? What is the biggest interference of when it comes to your life? Why aren't you not attracting what it is you desire? You see, you are attracting things all the time, but sometimes you're attracting things unconsciously. And then you allow the collective consciousness to give you what it is that you really don't want to have. And that's kind of the concepts of what happens in today's world. We live in so many distractions. We have so many things pulling us from our nature, from the essence of who, who we really are, that most of us are drugging ourselves up either with alcohol, we're, we're, we're doing it with food, we're doing it with any type of drug, um, we're doing it with sex, we're doing it with uh, porn, we're doing it with whatever it may be to it to create that distraction to not allow us to tap into and really enter into those emotions sometimes painful emotions sometimes painful situations and to dive in and get the lessons that we need to learn and so as we get more into a technological era we have more and more distractions. We're distracting and pulling ourselves away from nature. Uh, we're distracting and pulling ourselves away from uh, the, the peace of who we really are, being just peaceful, calm, and, 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 and present in this world, being mindful. And so, but I'm going to dive deep into a lot of this stuff in this chapter as we dive into talking about the biggest thing that gets away. Um, and that really is you. Sad to say, you're the one that creates and resists. You're the one that pulls and pushes. You're the one that attracts and, and, and repels. You are the one when it comes down to it all. There's no one else there. And there's no one else to blame. The responsibility is upon you and you only. The key thing is understanding how do you resist. The key thing is understanding how does the law of attraction work. You know, how does that, all, how does that process work? How do you interfere with what you do, what you choose to do and so forth? You see, in this, in, 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 when I start to talk about on the first page, is I talk about the law of least resistance, right? The law of least resistance. And what we end up doing is we actually do the opposite of that, guys. We're, we're always trying to map things out, thinking this is how it should go, and if it doesn't go this way, then it's failing, or if this is how it should be, or this is the work I need to do, or I'm going to have to do hard work, or this is the process. And you create these, these programs, these, 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 these conditions, these systems in your mind to thinking that's how it should go. That's why I have the quote at the bottom of the page saying, "Make man makes plans and God's laughs. Because we're thinking that we know better than God. We know better than the universe, but we don't. And so we have it all backwards. We're choosing and thinking how it should be and what time frame we should hit it in and all these different things. But in reality, we don't know what all has to encompass for that to happen. And sometimes things happen faster than you think. And sometimes they happen longer than you think. And the process is you have to trust the universe in that gen in that whole area. And I'm telling, and I and I explain. I've taken this path many times, where I've chose the path of most resistance instead of the least resistance. And I've done this in so many ways in my business. My business struggled in the beginning. It, it didn't. It wasn't a overnight success. It didn't happen everything all the way I wanted to in the beginning. There was a lot of struggle and a lot of sacrifices and a lot of things that I had to do that I thought I had to do. I put all the pressure on me thinking this is how it's going to happen. This is the work I'm going to be committed. I was told this is what I need to do. And as long as I do this, it'll happen. Sounds like a robot, right? Do that. Do X, then do Y, then do Z. And when you add those all up, you get the dreams of what you desire. 
That's a robot. That's the that's doing without being. And I had to break through that pattern and really tap into understanding. And I, like I said, guys, the universe, God, prime source, all that is, your your true self, whatever you want to label. The label doesn't matter. Whatever works for you. That's what I always – if you got my podcast, that's what I always talk about. It's not about the label. If you don't like a label I use, change it to what works for you. That's the, the, it doesn't matter. The label doesn't, you know, the label, whatever you describe it, it's still there. You know, law of attraction. Okay. You like that? Go with that. God, you like that? Go with that. Uh, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna. I mean, whatever it is, the label doesn't matter. It's the essence of it all being. And so the, the, the universe guys always has a plan that works best for you. It's always working for you. The best of what's going to be for you and other humans together. It's always working out for the greater good. So it always knows what's best. And the thing is, sometimes we just have to sit back and realize that it's all working out for the best. And when you can really focus and know that no matter where you're at in life, if you're ups or the downs, know that it's all working out for the best. And the universe has knows what's best for you. And it's going to give you exactly what you need. And so when you look at this before, and I've shared this so many times about how you're, you are your worst own enemy, because what happens is, is we set a vision, right? And tell me if you've been this before. And you may be first time getting into personal help, personal development, self-help, vision boards, you know, visualization, meditations, and things like that. If this is your first time, uh, I'll, I'll try to be quick with this, but this could also be your gazillion time doing this. And so it's one of those things where you create a vision, you create a dream, you want it, you think about it, you look at it, you can see it, you can visualize it, you can taste it, you can smell it, all those, all the senses. And then here comes some hardship. And the hardship comes, you get a challenge, life's going to throw curveballs at you. And the thing is, you look at it and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, maybe that, that it's not going to happen. Uh, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And you start focusing back on now instead of focusing on what it is you desire. And now all of a sudden you're, you're starting to pull farther and farther away. From you're, you're creating more issues and blocking what it is you really desire. For example, I want to be a millionaire, right? And that's what you focus on. You want to be a millionaire. You're focusing on what the things you have to do. You say, I want to be a millionaire. I see myself being a millionaire. I see the joy and the happiness and the bliss and the things I can do as being a millionaire and all the things that's going to encompass with that. Then all of a sudden, a month later comes by and wham, you're nailed with some bills. And there's a ton of bills coming. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, you've got to do date night, and you're like, and you were supposed to go to this really fancy restaurant, and all of a sudden, you're like, ah, I can't afford it. Well, what you told the universe now is that you can't afford. And so what it'll do is start to bring, show you reasons more and more why you can't to prove you to be right. And now you start to interfere with that process. You start to interfere with the things that you wanted to achieve and enjoy. And the thing is, is you just have to change that and get back to the vision focus on the vision nothing else you see as a child you never really did that you never really said oh my parents can't afford this or can't afford i did at at some point i I know i did but i still didn't let that stop me i still focused on the things i wanted and i shared the story about me with the super nintendo wanting that as a kid um didn't have any gaming consoles i think i had i had nintendo um, didn't have many games and i wanted the super nintendo was one of the newer ones but i knew my parents couldn't afford it so I just racked up money and I said, I'm going to eventually get this. I didn't look at my money every day and go, oh, I'm not there. I can't afford it. I would just be like, ooh, another dollar. Yes. All right, here we go. Accumulating a little at a time. It's one less I need. Ooh, here's $5. All right, great. And I just started thinking that way. And in six months, I got not only the Super Nintendo paid by myself at, uh, I forgot, 10 years old, 11 years old. Uh, might have even been nine. I don't remember the exact year. I have to go look back now. But uh, but I was also able to get a couple games in the process. And so... It all worked out the way it was supposed to. 
and, you, and it's just one of those things and how it works. And you just have to understand that you get in the way and you start to distract from the vision of what you created. Well, a confused mind's always going to say no. And if you start to confuse the universe and you start to confuse the message of what you're trying to portray to it, well, you end up blocking the exact same thing you wanted. Does that kind of make sense a little bit? You know, and, you know, one of the things I kind of share in the book, and again, guys, I go a lot more in depth in the book um, as this is like more of an overview and summary. Uh, but one of the things that I talk a lot about there is like what I've what I've learned and how um, I've always been told you got to do hard work. You got to grind. You got to hustle. You got to keep doing the work. Keep going. Do, do, do. Commit and go. All these different statements that are stated of all the stuff you have to do. And I'm not saying you don't have to do work. The work is there. But I think we have the formula backwards. And the thing is, is that, you know, in this in the chapter here, I kind of explain that, you know, when you think you have to do all this hard work, um, you're making it seem like everything's on you. And the universe is always going to provide everything you need. And if you are thinking that you need to do more, then you're actually following the path of most resistance and not least resistance. And I'll dive a little deeper in that in just a bit. But one of the things I learned in life as I started to change questions around, started to change my life around. And I started to ask deep questions like, am I interfering with the flow? Am I on the path towards most resistance? How can I shift towards the path of least resistance? How do I let go and trust? I started asking these questions multiple times. I did many, many different meditations uh, to try to really get deep insight, to see, to visualize, to know deep within, how am I creating resistance instead of flow? How am I interfering with the process instead of going with it and being more of the creator? And when my inner voice came in, uh, some people call it God, some call it themselves, some call it Jesus, Muhammad, Krishna, Shakti. Again, labels don't matter. It was my true self that gave me something and realized that how I was blocking and what I needed to do to break that pattern. And once I started to learn how to break that part of my life changed and guys, it changed quick. It didn't happen. You know, it wasn't an overnight thing, but, uh, visions of what I wanted to achieve in the next couple of years happened within a year. And it was just things starting to happen. My relationships were getting unbelievably better. Um, socioeconomically doing really well. Um, but more important, what's important to me over money, over everything is where I'm at. How fulfilled do I feel inside? How inspired do I feel about life? And that grew massively. The fulfillment side within me was absolutely amazing. And I started to realize that I was doing less work than what I normally do. You understand? I grew up uh, with a blue-collar family. Physical, hard labor, it was what I was taught. My dad grinded that into me every day of my life because he didn't want me to do that for the rest of my life. And it's a lesson that I greatly appreciate. But one of the things I learned through that is that I know what hard work is. Now, I'm not saying I worked 12 to 16 hours a day and all that, but I knew what it was. I had to be, can always be doing something, and I always had to be working towards something. And if it was physical labor outside of the house, if it was physical labor with my dad, if it was physical labor and anything I had to do, it was always something to work and do to, to just I, just to work. Uh, because if you weren't doing nothing, you're wasting time, and you're not doing something. So that was the mentality I was taught. And so, but it's one of those things that I started getting blown away by that I was doing so much less work than what I normally was doing. But yet I was becoming more and more successful and I was feeling more fulfilled. Weird, right? 
because we think we have to do more to get more. And in reality, most of the time we have to do less to get more. Um, and I say most of the time. There are some times we have to just grind things out. But it's something that I learned. And in the book, I dive deeper into this. I share some more stories. And I, I, I share that uh, once you lose focus on something, it doesn't exist anymore. And that the same is true for things happening for a reason. For example, if we look back at the times that things that didn't don't exist anymore, ever ask why? And I kind of explained in the book at this time, I was talking about like focus and um, you know, what you're looking at and how do you, you know, when you focus, you give energy to, and, and, and when you see that, when you're starting to, um, lose your focus and, and just, you know, allowing distractions to get to you, the energy dissipates. And when the energy dissipates, it doesn't exist anymore. Eventually and when it doesn't exist anymore, it's all gone. And those are all gone. That's your dream, your visions and your goals. Um, so when you're, when you're looking at your life, when you're looking at events that happened in your life, always know the universe knows deeper than you. Always know that the universe is is always giving what you desire. I know when I look back at my life, guys, and some some see those dark moments, I actually become grateful for them. And the biggest reason is because it may have shifted me, propelled me, helped me see things differently, or make me aware of the things I wasn't before. At the end, it was always, and I mean always, worked out for the best and always will. That's the beauty of the universe. It's always working out for your best interest. But it's when you look at your life and realize what are the goals and dreams of what it is you want to achieve, if you're not attracting that, if you're not seeing it, you're allowing distractions, you're losing focus to get what it is you desire. Now, I dive in, there's some stories I share in the book in the chapter, but I want to dive into some of the stuff here that I talk about when it comes to understanding how do you know or what is a way, what's a good guide, what's a good tool to really help you know if you are going upstream or downstream, you're going against, you're going down the path of most resistance or least resistance. And it's really simple, guys. It's something that we, we we understand, but we weren't taught, and that's our emotions. But when you really look at what emotions is, it's emotions, which means energy in motion, okay? Energy in motion or movement is is things moving forward. So when you when you think of something, okay, when you here's a very simple thing you can do, and I, I don't know if I talked about this in the book in this chapter, but here's one thing you can do. Get really quiet for a moment as you're listening to this. I just want you to take a moment and get really quiet. Take some deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose. And then go out, go ahead and breathe out through your mouth. And I just want you to repeat this pattern for about, you know, three to four times. And then once you're done, I want you to think of the word yes. Okay? Just think of the word yes. And I want you to feel, okay, within your stomach, literally where the stomach's located, your, your, your uh, intuition, your gut feeling. When you say yes, I want you to feel if you could feel, you're going to feel a sensation. Um, what is it that you feel? For me, it's like an explosion of like vibrant energy that comes throughout my stomach. And it just gives me like this little like butterfly almost like feeling. And that's how I know that's a yes. Now, I want you to go ahead and say no. What do you feel? Really get sensitive. Say no and see how you feel. For me, 
when when I hear no, I feel like slime coming all over me. I, I slow down and just like not feeling great. And so the reason why I'm sharing these two, and if you can practice this and get really sensitive with this, you can always be guided on the path to least resistance. You'll always be guided on the path towards your dreams. You will always know you're moving towards your dreams or against them. It's that simple. Eventually, I'm going to write a book about this and dive deep into this to have you understand how do you reconnect to your navigator? How do you reconnect to your soul? How do you reconnect to be guided by your true self? You see, our emotions were given to us to let us know if we're on the path to least resistance or on the path to most resistance. As I discuss in the book, I kind of explain that if you want to know where you're at, your focus, if you have a thought, you had a focus first. So it's focus plus thought equals emotions. Some people say it's your thoughts. When you focus, you create a thought, the thought creates the emotion. Well, that's true. But you have to focus on the thought first. Because if you don't focus on a thought, and it's easy. Just think of a thought. What's going on in your head right now? Whatever you're putting your focus on, you're going to start paying attention to those thoughts. And then those thoughts are going to create an emotion. If the emotion's in a positive, feeling good, joyful, bliss, happy type of a thing, you're in flow. You're, you're going to have more you know, gratitude and things like that. Those energies, those feelings, those vibrations, you're in flow. You're good. But if you're the opposite of that, you're going to have anger, frustration, and so forth. You're going to have the lower vibrational energies. Because it's not connected with your true self. You're not connected to the source. You're not connected to God. All that is, you know, label, 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 Jesus, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. You're not connected to that. And so the concept then is you have to remember that anything in life, anything with children, anything with relationships, anything like that, it's the feeling you have within that's going to guide you. Okay? But you have to become sensitive and tuned to this. This takes practice. This takes time. All right? And so you got to, and I share some stories about me and being a chiropractor and being trained in certain ways and then how I used to get burnt out. Then I get vividly cleared and I look back in the mirror and I go back to flow and then I go to resistance and I go back to flow and I go back to resistance. I've done this many times, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy and I know that. Um, but when I start to understand flow and I get better into it and I started using my emotions to guide me a little more, um, I talk about how, like, when I made the change, what do you think happened after the first month of that change? Not a damn thing. It took time. It, it, it was a process. I was still breaking down barriers. I was trying to reprogram things. But the change within me already happened. It's just time had to take place to make that happen. And so when you look at things when it comes to your 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 life, you know, I share a story about how in in my office, and one of the things when I really got straightforward in my business and I really got a clear vision and I really got to the path of least resistance and I trusted and I focused on my emotions uh, and guiding me in that way, um, knowing that if I thought this and wanted to do this, how did I feel with that? And I let that guide me. What I found out was, you know, one of the things is, um, you know, when I, I, we shifted gears in our office and we wanted to focus more on the pediatric population and we were really, really looking at um, – in just, you know, four or five months we're talking about, um, we took it from 5 to 8% all the way up to about, roughly around 30 to 40. Uh, it was a little closer to the 40. Um, and so it was something that we did in over five, six months. And it was because we shifted gears. And we didn't do any Facebook ads. We didn't do anything all the gurus were telling us and all the marketing people and all this stuff. We just shifted gears. We did the work to create the vision of what we desire. And that's not even really the work. Um, and then the universe did what it did. 
And uh, the hardest part is allowing and just allow. And it was amazing to see the transformation in the office. And we've seen 40% plus kids ever since. And the lives were changing and transforming and, and just creating that, that, that amazing experience um, just because we shifted gears and we wanted to go a different route in the business. And it happened. So in order, in order to really achieve any dream you want, in order to achieve anything that you desire, you have to step into the flow. You just have to. And you have to trust and know that the universe is working all out for the best of you no matter what every single time. All you have to do is make sure you maintain your focus. Watch your language. Watch the words you're using. Maintain the focus to the vision of what it is you want to achieve. It's that simple. Trust the universe it will always provide for you, always, somehow. The situation will always work out. Sometimes in the beginning, you may be going, why is it going downhill? You're, the universe is trying to mold you a little bit. It's giving you circumstances. It's trying to help you really get that out. You have to do it. So it's going to throw things at you to make you do that. It's just the way life works sometimes. So it's one of those things. So when it comes down to it at the end of the day, when you come down to... Your aspect of your life, I share in here mapping out seven things that you can focus on, one through five, mental, physical, spiritual, career, family, marriage, financial, and social life. And be 100% honest with yourself and look at from one to five. You can go ahead and see what is the ones that you're walking down the path the most resistance rather than least. The ones are going to be the ones that are very low. Those are the most resistance most of the time you're going to have. And the least resistance will be the fives. It's what you're allowing, what you're choosing, what's amazing. And so I talk a little bit about here by my coach and my own markings that I did and when I had to go through some experiences here. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, what's your vision? I, I just dive into, you know, making sure that I give you a little template of what you can do in your life to truly focus on that and really make sure that you keep your focus and be honest and with yourself and to really do that because you are the actor. You are the producer of your own movie. You're doing this every single day. Okay, the second thing you want to do is consistent action. You have to be consistent with your thoughts. You have to be consistent with your emotions and everything that you do because nature is very consistent with life, and that's why nature will always survive because it's one of the features, consistency. Consistency is the king queen of all things, and if you want to have anything in your life, you got to be consistent. I always tell people consistency is everything. Uh, when it comes to your health, in order to achieve health, you have to be consistent. You can't just do it once or twice, and that's it. Chiropractic, you can't just do chiropractic to get out of pain, and that's it. You're not, you didn't do anything. Um, you didn't even help yourself, really. Yeah, you don't feel any more pain. You're saying, no, I did. I understand that concept. That's a mental construct. But intuitively, internally, functionally, you didn't even change the brain's function and patterns enough to where it can go to more an optimal level. You just really just knocked out the pain, and the brain goes, okay, we broke the pattern. Either we're going to go back to that pattern, or we're going to go down a different path and create another less than optimal pattern, unless you be consistent. Same concept with working out. If you're not consistent with your workouts, look, take a look at your body then. If you're not consistent with your nutrition, take a look at how you're eating. Look at your health overall. How about your sleep, mental positive attitude? Those are all factors that if you're not consistent with it, that's health insurance in my opinion. That's what I that's I'm a, uh, more of a scientific opinion if you want to ask me. But um, uh, those are the five things that you need to do with your health. And so you have to be consistent. What's that vision that is you want to experience? What are the things that you want to achieve? Be consistent with that vision. Don't keep changing it. Every time you change it, it's like changing a movie. You pick the movie. You're watching it. You didn't go through the whole movie and you change to watch another movie and you do that on and on again. 
law of consistency states you have to be consistent with what you do. What you do on a consistent basis is what you create your reality. You see, we talked about how the words are the fabric to reality. Well, the words you use over and over again are the bricks that are laid each day that is building your reality of what you're experiencing. The more you consistently focus on something, the more it brings and creates your reality and your results. Law of consistency exists and influences all other laws, and they all work together. That's what I love about the laws of the universe. They all interwork, interconnected, interworking with each other. It's not one is all on its own and another. No. Law of attraction. Well, law of attraction works with law of consistency. The more consistent thoughts you have is the more the attraction you're going to create. It's just they all work together. Now, the law of association works with the law of consistency, too, by stating the more consistent you spend time with certain people, the more consistent you spend time listening, reading, watching, and thinking, the more this attracts and creates the reality where you reality you are in right now. It doesn't happen any other way, guys. So you got to be looking at this in this perspective. And again, like I said, it's the rituals that you're doing. It's the stuff that you do every single day. Pay attention to it. The thought processes you're thinking of. These all create, go down the path of either least resistance or most resistance. And that's kind of the thing. And it's up to you at the end of the day. Um, I talk about one of the things you can do. I share my little thing that I do every single morning to help me. Uh, I'm not saying that this is the absolute end-all, be-all. I always tell people experiment, have fun, and figure out what works for you. But you have to have some sort of a template in the morning, right? I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm just trying to tell you how to think. I'm trying to tell you how to structure the morning. You put the what part in. You put whatever you want. Meditation. Huge. I can't go all day about meditation. I meditate about 10 to 30 minutes per day. Uh, sometimes I'll do an hour. Sometimes it's five minutes. It depends on where I'm at. Like sometimes I may forget and it's the end of the night. So I'll do a quick five-minute meditation on gratitude. Uh, sometimes when I have extra time on the weekends, I'll actually go up to an hour meditating uh, in, in pure bliss and just uh, tapping whatever it is I desire. So meditation is huge. How huge? Well, if every eight-year-old in the world is taught meditation, we will eliminate violence from the world within one generation. This comes from the Dalai Lama himself, and I, I understand the concepts of it. I understand on a neurological level, you know, think of it this way. If we were all connected to our source, and source can be, when I speak of source, I mean your true self, the essence of who you really, your God self. If you're truly aligned with your source, how could violence ever exist? See, violence only exists because we're disconnected from our source. And the more we get disconnected from our source, the more we're going to see the opposite side, the less love, the opposite of love, the opposite of God, if you want to call it. So it's, it's, it's one of those things. So when you look at that, it's, 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 you know, how could violence exist if you have love in your heart? How can you be, if you're at 100% love, how can that happen? If you're 100% healthy, how can disease exist? And so that's the huge concept, and that's why meditation is huge, and I highly, highly recommend using it. I share a little stat about 30%. When you meditate 30%, you increase focus by 30%, productivity by 50%, just from focus, just from meditation. Breathwork. I practice breathwork like crazy. I share about Wim Hof's method um, that I use um, in my... Uh, daily practice. It, it, you can look up wimhoff.method.com. You can check it out uh, on there. Eventually, I'll have them interviewed on this podcast. Uh, the third thing I do is appreciation of someone. I appreciate from my wife every single day. And I do a text message, a share in person, a video, something to show her and honor her and love her and just tell her what I love most about her today. Um, you know, it's someone I'm with every time and uh, someone who chose me. Um, all my positives, all my negatives chose me to be with me. And, um, 
you know, I say every, every in every marriage you're going to get into fights, say the worst, the worst, the wrong thing, do the wrong things, and so much more. And let me tell you, I've done more wrong things, um, but at the same token, it, it's a learning experience. Uh, I'm not perfect, and uh, you know, I was, I, I, you know, it's it's things I'm just working on. And I, what I learn is the more I work on myself, the better everything gets. The more I focus on me, the better everything gets. Because, again, at the end of the day, it's all about you. It's all about you and your inner world. The more work I've done in the last three, four, five years with myself, it's amazing how my relationship has transformed. Because it's me at the end of the day. If you don't have a partner, um, you can do it with someone who you know, a family member, a teacher, coach, someone. It can be anyone. Connect with them. Share. So it's one of the things there. Um, and I dive into some other stuff, exercise, and um, uh, some elements on that, and gratitude writing and journaling and all that good stuff, which is really, really good to do, and I highly recommend it. Um, but these are just some of the things you can put into your life, and you can start doing on a daily basis and allow you to um, really just get into that practice. And I, I recommend that you do it for 90 days. Okay, this is not a small thing to do. You got to commit and demote. Say, I'm gonna. You're gonna pick out whatever it is you want to do. Maybe meditation. Maybe breath work. Maybe gratitude writing, journaling. Maybe be appreciation to someone. Whatever it is, 90 days. Okay, that's a little bit of what I'm telling you to do. But the reason why is because it takes 90 days to transform the brain to make it a lifestyle. And so we want to work with that law. That's a law of the brain and neurology and neuroplasticity and how the brain creates something and connects the, makes the connections and makes it a reality. And so for you, it's 90 days to make that a reality. So commit to something, okay? Commit to it. May it be, let's say you're like me and you really have good, you have good focusing skills, but sometimes you get distracted and you lose your vision and you get stuck into what's now, the uh-ohs, and you kind of lose it. Well... This is a good chance for you to reconnect. It gives you a good chance to say, you know what, for 90 days, you know, let's say I had a bad week in the office, in my own car, in my own business, I had a bad week. What is a bad week? Well, for me, maybe numbers, we had cancellations more than we thought or whatever it may be. And I get stuck in that moment. Well, what I started doing is I'll say, well, I can focus on that, but what's going to give me that good feeling? Right? What's that yes when you feel that within the inside? And I just start focusing on who are the people that showed up? Who are the people that were there? Have appreciation, love on them, thank them, be grateful for them. Sometimes I'll go pull up some success stories and see the lives that are being changed because they chose me and they were committed to make that change themselves. It all started with them. I always tell patients, it starts with you and ends with you. Uh, you chose me, I'm just here to help you along the way. And that will get me in that good state because I had to start breaking a pattern that was made conditioned by me or was conditioned by my parents or was conditioned by my family or was conditioned by my culture or humanity of where it's at now. But just because it's there doesn't mean that that's okay. I could have created a story and just said, well, that's just the way it is. But I didn't like that story. So I changed it and I'm creating my own. And you can do the same thing too. You have the power to do that. This is no woo-woo stuff. This is not a feel-good, oh, wow. Guys, I, I take a very scientific approach. I know science doesn't have all the answers, um, and I don't think they ever will. But when science can back up some of these things I'm sharing, it's kind of cool. And so, again, you change your story. No matter what your circumstances are, you change your story. It changes your life. Focus on 
something for 90 days, whatever it is. And I promise you'll see change. I've had patients who've done this. Um, I've had a workshop over a year ago on meditation. And it was amazing. I had a couple patients commit to the 90-day. And when they got to the 90-day, I mean, I could just see the changes in them. After a month, they were blown away by what they experienced. I said, how can you go deeper? How can you stay committed to this? You know, what are the challenges you're going to have to face? Because when you make this commitment, the the most important thing is you and you. So you're committing to you. Make yourself number one. Be selfish with yourself. Because when you're selfish with yourself, that's when you become selfless. And so, because I know for my, for my own self, the more work I do on me and the more selfish I am about it, everyone benefits. Everybody does. And, but seeing them get to the 90, the 120, right? When they got to there, I started going, wow. And I'm like, what happens if you miss? Oh my God, I, I have to. I just, at night, I'd be like, oh my God, I forgot to meditate today. Uh-uh, I, I felt, no wonder I felt weird. I felt off. Something was wrong in my day. It's because you programmed it. So 90 days, no matter what you're going to do. Okay, after listening to this. And so don't let the distractions get to you. Don't let the distractions pull you away from what it is you desire. I know it's tough. They're going to be there. You'll lose the battle at times. Um, I do. I do. Uh, Best people I know, um, they do the same thing. No one's no one's imperfect from this. Jesus let it happen to him. Buddha happened to him. Krishna happened to him, Muhammad, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Om, uh, Ogmandino, all these different people. It happened to them. They're human. And they actually accept it. But it's one of those things where you get back on the path and you keep moving forward. You get back on the path and you stay focused as much as you possibly can, no matter what. Because at the end of the day, you know that wherever your focus goes, energy goes. And wherever energy goes, manifestation grows. And when your manifestations grow and you're attracting, and when you're attracting, you're pulling into your life a reality. And that's an experience for you to experience. So be focused on that 90 days of implementing something new and let it in and just go with it and watch the transformation happen. Because I can promise you, if you do the work and if you pick out something you want to work on, and you figure it out in your own way. I don't want to tell you how to meditate. I don't want to tell you how to do breath work. I give you some examples. I give you some ideas. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to find that formula for yourself. Everyone has their own. Meditation, I believe, is one of the biggest. Practicing mindfulness, that type of stuff. Uh, but when you implement that in your life, I promise you, it makes a transformation of a difference. So check it out. Do the work. 90 days. And then keep me posted. Thanks for checking out Chapter 7. If you haven't got the book, definitely you can check it out on Amazon. You can get it at empoweryourreality.com. You can buy uh, buy the book off there, and uh, we'll send it out. Uh, we give you 10% off autographed copy, and you just got to pay for the shipping, uh, which I think is like two sixty six dollars roughly, um, in the United States. And so um, check it out. Get a copy. And uh, I, I promise you, it's been a great book. The reviews have been uh, soon. Uh, the feedback and the reviews have been amazing. And uh, it, it's really a great book. I'm very, um, not because I wrote it, um, just because of what I'm hearing and the stories that are coming out of it. So go get it checked out. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, EmpowerYourReality.com, iBooks, uh, Nook, Kindle, the whole nine yards. All right. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Experiment Podcast. For past shows, please visit www.EmpowerYourReality.com. 
I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you rediscover who you really are, to break through those limits. For connecting with us on social media, please check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash empower your reality. You can check us out on Twitter. Our handle is drvic21. And also check us out on Instagram. It's instagram.com forward slash drvic21. Manzo. And as always, if this show you found to be helpful for you, by paying it forward and sharing this podcast with someone that you know who could benefit from it. And last but not least, if you liked the podcast show, please give us a review. Five star. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Experiment. Helping you discover your infinite potential. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.